Hey everybody, me and Alan are actually going to start recording our podcast, so we're just going to mute ourselves on the Zoom call real quick, mm-hmm. so don't worry about it, but we're just going to record a podcast, but we'll we'll join back in the writer's room when it's all said and done. Okay, yep. does that sound Later, good? guys. Later, guys. Whew. Man, what a oh, tough man. day in the uh, the virtual Zoom writing room for Bill Maher. Yeah, oh man, I, I'm glad we could finally stop the clock. <laughs> Oh man, I, I'm tired of locking the gates. I'm just glad we can stop the stop the clock now. Those are the two things we we just have to do all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this new angle we're taking uh, is really going to be the f- thing that really helps Bill take Trump down once and for all. Oh man, oh man, new rules. Ugh. Finally, finally. So uh, you know, so uh, maybe are we are we officially? I guess we should go explain. Uh, to, to nobody, just to ourselves. Nobody. Yeah, just to, like exp- uh, just to exposition, just to, to make sure we're we're both on the same page here. So we are, <laughs> of course, naturally. So the new thing, you know, as as everyone I'm sure knows, uh, there was the whole Trump uh, Mistress Kofifi thing that uh, that Bill Maher that was his big hit. The next thing we got to do, I think, is going to be we need a nastier, macro. more yeah. What's that? Macro. Macro. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're trying to find the nastier, even crazier fetish to put Trump. We're basically the Bill Maher show. The last 10 minutes are going to look like the Western tab of uh, X hentai. If you don't know what that yeah. is, don't ask me. And um, and, you know, we already hit all the um, uh, Trump is a nasty balloon and they're all licking his um, balloon sized feet. And we said, uh, no, that's we not had the one where, where Trump uh, went to uh, Lady Willy Wonka's uh, factory and got turned into a big blueberry. <laughs> There's the one where Trump, uh, uh, the one where Trump uh, is the slime is a slime girl <laughs> where Trump's a and, slime and, girl. And then Lindsey Graham uh, gets stuck inside <laughs> of him. <laughs> uh, typically, we also had uh, Trump hypnosis. Uh, he's yeah, hypnotizing all... all of the very smart Republicans who just can't seem to get out of his control. Because... And here's the one that I think is really going to take off for us is it's going to be the bimbo-fied Trump where he starts as being pale and not having goofy hair and then he turns into the big orange mango that we all hate. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny because Ben Garrison already has that art finished, but he yeah. doesn't call it bimbofication. It's called man manlatizing, which is he's he's man man and manned him up even more. Even though Trump to him is the manliest man, it's true. Uh, I think this is re- what this is. I'm so glad that Bill hired us on. And as- here I'm looking at it now. Ben Garrison just sent me a photo of Trump as Sonic the Hedgehog soap <laughs> with oh, soap nice. shoes on, riding down that rail that he couldn't get down. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, the the rail on the on on that ramp that uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the, very cool and very normal. It's pretty it's pretty good, and uh, it was a pretty slippery and steep ramp. So I he needed the soap shoes. Yeah, um, I'm glad Ellen, that Bill hired us as kink consultants for us. Uh, I think right, right. we're finally being we're finally able to use our our knowledge for good and not. I can't uh, believe we've we've entered the world of Hollywood writers after our squidly diddly spec script. Flow get produced, yeah, flopped. The studio loved it and will never make it. Well, it's on the blacklist now. 
<laughs> we the squid the blacklist by the way this the blacklist by the way is a bunch of movies that me alan black uh wrote and uh, tried to submit most of them are for uh dwegan's two doug the movie two oh uh, we're trying to get we're trying to, we just watched one of our favorite films we are really starting to sound like hollywood types it's, um it's true. We're, we're working on spec you know uh, well we hit scripts but, that reminds uh, me we rest- just watched dwegan's and leprechauns the, what you still need to uh since we the rest of the writing team's doing it. We do need to make some black and white videos of us saying that we take responsibility. Uh, oh. And, and maybe sing a John Lennon song, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you think they'd be okay Naturally. if we sing a Paul McCartney song? Can we do, like, Temporary oh. Secretary? No, Yeah, Temporary. I think that'll uh, heal the nation. You know, it's our duty as America's funny people, when you mm-hmm. say, to, to make America laugh again. Yeah, it's kind of like you remember the first SNL after 9/11 happened and they're like we need to we need humor again. Right. We need to send in the clowns. That was the same episode that Adrian Brody said respect my neck. Wait, was it really? No, it wasn't. But wouldn't it have been funny if it was? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that was around like the same time kind of. Yeah. Oh uh, man. America just, just needs to laugh again. They just need to laugh again, and that's why uh that's why I think these epic owns on that big uh that big orange Cheeto are really gonna Yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna do it. This is what's gonna first of all get Joe Biden elected. Yeah, of course. That's what that's all that we care about now. Joe, by the way, I mean, finally endorsed uh my vaping uh reform that I wanted to do. <laughs> you had a private meeting with him. I had a private Zoom call with Joe and he told me uh, I explained to him that vaping is kind of like uh, smoking, but on the internet, and right. he and, and he you, was sold. You let him have a you let him have a a, a, sm- a puff off of your vape, and he he went like, oh, it's like the wacky tobacco old before they watered it down with the other stuff. Hee haw! And yeah. he did a he did a single um what do you uh ankle tap where he like jumped in the air and tapped his ankles together uh-huh. before he fell and he hurt himself. Yep, uh, which. Trump, Which, the weakling, could never even do that. Trump could not. He could not get off the ground. Yeah. He could never do an ankle tap like that. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. So I, I once once Biden saw my vape rig, which he thought was um, was some sort of alien device that I had recovered, uh, mm. he was very impressed, and he just agreed to do whatever. So right. Also, we are living in Joe Biden's house now. Yeah, we're behind that bookshelf. There's a secret room <laughs> behind there, and that's a podcast studio. And yes, the lighting here is terrible, and that's why it did take... We, we look like we're CGI in here. <laughs> we look like deep fakes in here. Uh, it is... I am noticing that... that I thought that was a rug over in the corner, Russ, but that is the pink and black um, Gary's Mod missing texture uh, pattern. Uh, right. I don't know what's going on in Joe Biden's house, but I think he's... There's some some ram loading issues it kind of looks like an unreal engine game with the texture pop in in here (laughs) it does look like mass effect sometimes and everybody here talks like a mass effect character yeah um we we all stare into each other's dead eyes and go huh the 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 senate might not be the same somebody joe biden were to win somebody's been toggling on and off the hair works uh slider (laughs) and it is really it is really messing with my roots right 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 and jessica chobit is here jessica chobot what is her name again yeah jessica chobits yeah yeah jessica chobits Uh uh-huh and ellen you did (laughs) bob don't listen to this one i did find her in a dumpster 
you did find her in a dumpster and then you did eat her pussy out and they and as we all remember from Chobits, that um resets their memories or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all that's what it is. You hit the back wall. Did you, did you know that about Chobits? I feel like that was an early hogcast discussion we oh, had. Oh, we talked about Chobits like a lot in the early days. You know, I have been hankering to rewatch Chobits because that theme song fucking whips. Does it? OP, I, excuse I've me. I've never even heard it. Boku no Hero Academia. My bad. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Chobits. Um, I miss Chobits. Maybe we should have a, a Trump Chobits bits. Do you think uh, Bill would approve that? Uh, uh, when he's having sex with Putin, he forgets what liberty is. What freedom oh. is. <laughs> Putin hit his reset button <laughs> in his butt. <laughs> Bill's really into anime, by the way. Oh, he he keeps trying to get me to watch, like... Uh, what is it, Tanya the the Evil or whatever that show Song is? of Evil. He said, oh, yeah. my production company, Kid Love Entertainment, wants to really produce Tanya of the Song of the Evil. By the way, Alan, did you see that tweet? I did not see that tweet. What are you- that The name of his production is called Kid Love Production? I did not know it was called Kid Love Production. <laughs> that would explain like, why uh, why Brace from True and On has been uh, peeking in our window all the time. <laughs> Well, I mean, we are also living in Joe Biden's house. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And we are, we, I mean, I think our single most biggest pro- uh, project is to stop the Chapa to Fash pipeline. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's Bill's, uh, Bill's trying to do that too. He's, he's trying mm. to get everybody diverted. And he's over trying to, to build the, the Bill Bard Fash pipeline. He's trying to pull a, uh, ideally, he's trying to pull a Daniel Plainview. <laughs> Ideally, it would be a Bill Maher to ex-hentai pipeline, if I could have it my way. Yeah. Um, where we just get some people into some really good tags on uh, the Western, uh, Western tag. Uh, Alan is, Alan, we, we're at these big Hollywood parties, and Alan's, like, laying down, like, all these, like, you should really check out this uh, comic here. It's where Wile E. Coyote has sex with uh, Atomic Betty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I get, him, I get him hooked with Mr. Boop, and then from there... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that would be really funny. I haven't checked X head tie in a while. If you don't know what that is, don't ask me once again. Um, I haven't checked if Mr. Boo's been uploaded there yet or not. Uh, you know, that's a good, there was, we there should, was, a, there was, should some I mis- do it? <laughs> should I do it? Uh, you know, as long as you do with <laughs> attribution. If I had an account, of course, if I had an account. Of course. Yes, 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 yes. If you're able parody, to get satire, past satire, the, satire, the sad panda. I can't. I'm too stupid. Oh, uh, well, I'm a Hollywood writer, not a not a rocket scientist. That's true. Not man. a hacker. Yeah, you got a nephew or something you can ask. I've been watching uh, Mr. Robot and even he couldn't get past these walls. Am I, I'm t- am I telling you, folks? <laughs> that would be cool if the final season of Mr. Robot is him trying to get past the sad panda. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the panda is like his dad or something. I don't know. What that show, <laughs> I don't know what that show's about. It's not a bad show. I like it. Is it about his dad? It is about his dad. There's a lot of dad stuff in it. Called it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. All the shows are about somebody and their dad, one way or another. Well, we got prestige on the mind. We're currently in the comedy market, but we're trying to, you know, make it into prestige. You know, uh, speaking of prestige, that our favorite game's coming out soon. Can we, Alec? Oh, oh, I was just going to say, can we officially declare that a hogcast is a prestige podcast? Wait, what? What podcast? Hogcast. I thought you were going to do the intro when I asked that. 
Oh, okay. Welcome, everybody, to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza and Prestige podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alan Black. How do you feel being part of the larger Prestige world? We're, jo- we're joining up there. I'm glad that we're, with- we're finally pushing the medium forward. <laughs> and I think, I think people used to ask, uh, what's going to be the Citizen Kane of, uh, of podcasts? But I think people need to ask now, what's the Hogcast of movies? <laughs> yeah, think about it. Yeah. And I mean, by the end of this episode, it, it'll be such a punishment and such a slog that um, you'll feel bad for your words and deeds. Well, see, whenever we do a joke, we do a flashback to uh, to like a 90s, uh, like, you know, Nickelodeon character. <laughs> yeah. We're, we flash back to a man going through a divorce after working too many hours on a cartoon. And he goes, oh, if only I could get be free of this animation job so that I could go be with my wife, but you'll leave me now. And, uh-huh. um, yeah, it'll be flashbacks and... to the episode of Rugrats where, uh, where Chaz <laughs> explains to Chucky that his mom's dead. Yeah. It'll be something like that. Uh, by uh, the way, me and Alan are still working on our Chaz Capitol Hill autonomous zone, Chaz Finster joke. Yeah. If you have any ideas or recommendations, please tweet it at us at action. Uh, <laughs> you haven't been at action, uh, action for Alan like for over you. years now. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it's still in my fucking head. Um, shout Branding, out to Wolves Miss Prime, but uh, uh <laughs> <Culti> I, Naruto, <laughs> Culti Naruto is good though. That's a good handle. It's a pretty good handle. Honestly, you should maybe change back. I uh, really honestly should. Um, but, you're not uh, teen but, anymore though, so you got. I don't be... want. Yeah, I don't want anybody to be like under eighteen. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. See, that's a tricky thing. Is if you if you be cool teen something, they're like, "Where's your TikTok, old man?" <laughs> They'd Prove roast it. me. Oh, they definitely roast you. You can't hang with the Zoomers now. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, God, I can't hang with the Zoomers now. I mean, you're, you're going to you're gonna be like, so are you guys Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw? They're going to roast you. <laughs> They're going to be like, we don't watch movies. I don't watch anything that lasts longer than an hour and a half or a minute and a half. The longest thing I watch is a Twitch stream, and I'm just jerking off during all that. <laughs> I'm just Pokemon. simping. They don't even jerk off. They just simp. That's true. They don't. They don't come anymore. They just simp. Kids are teens nowadays. They're not having sex. They're just simping each other. Nobody yeah. hooks up. People Bro, always, we are simping. People were always when we were when we were coming up. We were talking about like uh, hookup culture and stuff. It's simping culture now. We are just living in simping culture. God, I'm so glad that I didn't come up in simping culture because I would have been broke. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just simped too much. Oh man! Like Think if only how our if fans was around back then, you kidding me? No, of course no. I listen. Oh man, we we respect queens too much now, you know. But back then, we would we I, my queen respect ratio like ninety percent of my being was to respect queens. I mean, back in the back in the you know the the early uh, aughts, I was I was just watching the Pamela Anderson sex tape and then mailing her a dollar bill. <laughs> the, and, to try to sim just a l- leaving her a note that's like thank you for your service ma'am yes uh here's a coupon to cracker barrel uh but yeah i if i if i had what we fans, were talking about we are totally off the we are back in hogcast territory yeah okay so let's see simping bill maher uh oh boy how do we get on this again um um yeah uh, Hollywood, Hollywood days, Hollywood. Oh, we're a prestige podcast now. We are a prestige podcast now. Um, we, 
we have been doing crunch too much, though, unfortunately. <laughs> we have been crunching, but mostly on pizzas. We've been eating a lot of pizzas. And potato chips and, you know, other crunchy foods. Pizzas aren't yeah. usually that crunchy. But, uh, uh, yeah, kind of. They're more chewy. It depends on what pizza you're getting. If it's a bad pizza, it's crunchy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Russ, what, what, uh, do you think there's any other prestige podcasts out there? Would you, would you classify <sighs> anything else as being prestige? Who man. Um, Serial season two. Uh-huh. The good one. Um, Anna Ferris is, is not an expert. What is that one? Yeah, sure. Uh, Adam ruins Anna everything. Ferris, yeah, Adam ruins everything. Well, that's an anti-prestige podcast because he's ruins everything. That is true. Um, maybe yeah. call her daddy. I think that might be yeah. one. Does the Jenny Chardin episode of Jordan Jesse Go count as a prestige episode of podcasting? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Any if 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 if, Jen, if Jenny Jordan has anything, uh, if she has her own podcast, that's prestige. I that's don't even need to know what it's about. It's prestige. I think uh, any other podcasts that are prestige, uh, Schmanners. I think the only other prestige podcast was going to be uh, what was it? Hot Dad. What was uh, your favorite Joel and um, uh, and uh, Hell Homers? Be... Do they actually have a podcast? Did you remember they were going to make that? show it was not going to be rowdy dad actually rowdy dad rowdy dad rowdy dad but i'm sure at this point it would just be a podcast it'd be a podcast it'd be like an improv podcast or something <laughs> uh it might be a web comic i don't know i was i was really afraid for a second that there was a, a hell homer podcast episode that i never listened to <laughs> and that i was gonna have to go back and like dig up in the archives like off of yeah. like, fucking libsyn or whatever the fuck that's the real reason they're trying to get rid of archive.org God, Hell Homer took took down archive.org. <laughs> it's so, like, I'm gonna, I've got to get rid of this grocery me, turtle tweet. I'm so ashamed of Chuck of, Wendig turned into Hell Homer and just like <laughs> abandoned his identity. And uh, you know, Chuck Wendig sex store. Um, Chuck Wendig sex store. He's just do. He's just coming and doing the soy face. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, him, him, I shouldn't joke. Him, I, him doing the soy face while he gets hit with the pizza. Yeah. Oh man. I feel like uh <laughs> I feel like I look at Chuck Wendig and I just go like who I knew this man. I know I knew that man. He was in a creative writing class with me in college and nobody stopped him. Somebody it's needs a, to stop these guys is the thing. Somebody needs to stop that. I mean, I feel like I got stopped, but that was just I had to stop myself. I could have kept going. Well, you see, Russ, there's a type of person out there that isn't crippled with like horrible anxiety yeah. and self and self doubt. And because of that, uh, if you're white and have enough money, then you can just go ahead and just make your book about like I'm a writer now. You can just make your flippity flu book, and then you're good. <laughs> flippity flu book. It's YouTube Mama Tombian, but uh, they reference like the Powerpuff Girls or something. I don't yeah. know. It's pretty epic. Uh, did has Chuck Wendig ever been on a Max Fun podcast? Oh fuck. Uh, hold on like. a second. <laughs> Chuck Wendig. You, uh, if we make fun of Max but fun enough, do you think they'll let us on to their network? It is. Uh, he was on a podcast. It was on That's Reading so... Glasses with uh, the Reading uh, Book podcast. Uh, he was on there. Or maybe they just read a Chuck Wendig book. It might have just been they just read a Chuck Wendig book. Uh, Fuck. Which is bad. <laughs> um, I don't. He writes like young adult fiction, right? Right. I don't even know what books he writes. I just know he's like the Twitter guy that freaks out all the time. I mean, you want to be okay. Hold on a second, Russ. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a uh, 
Let's do a game here. <laughs> I love games. I okay. am a gamer first and foremost. Uh okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna name I'm gonna name three different book titles and I want you to tell me which one is fake. Oh god. Okay. Oh fuck off. Star Wars Aftermath Life's End Zeros but the O is a zero. Or oh. The Hell's Blood Bride. The Hell's Blood Bride is fake. It was actually Star Wars Aftermath Life's End. Uh, there was Star Wars Aftermath, Star Wars Aftermath Life Debt, and Star Wars Aftermath Empire's End. Is that like... Uh, let's do one more. Um, Atlanta Burns. The Cormorant. Invader. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Invader, and it's like some fucking allegory for high school or some something stupid. Invader was fake. The Cormorant is real. Atlanta Burns is a real trill, a series of books, and he had an entire series of books about birds. Called Blackbirds, Mockingbird, the Cormorant, Thunderbird. Ah, uh, the Gahul, the Guardians of Gahul. Yes, 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 yes. Um, he also had a Dino Dinocalypse, Dinopocalypse. Dino-poc- <laughs> Dino- oh man, uh, fuck book. off! Sounds pretty good. That uh, sounds pretty epic. If you have pretty epic bacon awesome sauce with a Chuck Norris amount. Oh, I didn't even get to his top. short his short fiction collection. He has <laughs> oh, a. I'm he so has excited a, for. He has a short story called Roach Boy. Oh God! It's they're all about like meeting your ex and at an interopportune time. You and know one it. Of, I think one of them is actually about that. It's Queen of the Supermarket, uh, which is probably <laughs> <laughs> meeting meeting your your ex at the supermarket or something. I'm guessing. Oh fuck off! It's that definitely a way for him to like epically clap back at his ex for like getting out of him or breaking up with him or whatever. Uh, I don't co- fucking know. One of his nonfiction books, Confessions of a Freelance Pen Monkey. Uh, this is uh, this is Code Monkeys, but for writing. Uh, this is uh, remember Code Monkeys, the classic. Now you're you... speaking my language. I... Yeah. Uh, okay, this is pretty good. Five hundred ways to be a better writer. Five hundred more ways to be a better writer. Five hundred ways to tell a better story. And then the Kickass Writer. A thousand and one ways to write great fiction, get published, and earn your audience. Uh, pretty good. <sighs> This guy's epic. I'm glad he destroyed the online ro- library that we all love. Yeah, uh, the online library where, uh, you know, I, I that's helped me invaluable amounts of times, whatever. He did write for um, Archie Comics, by the way. Uh, and he wrote a comic of The Shield, who is a... He... This is very weird. He is like a Captain America knockoff that I think might actually... He predated Captain America by a few months. Um, Hell yeah. And he somehow wrote a... I don't know why he did that. But he, it, it turns out he was in Afghanistan. Oh, this is a prestige comic. Never mind. This is a prestige comic. Uh, DC... Com- so, Red Circle Comics, uh, which there was... that uh, well, There was an, a bit on Riverdale where uh, Archie had a paramilitary uh, gang of teens that were protecting the town against serial killers. Uh, he basically turned Riverdale into an autonomous zone. 
Uh, Hell yeah. And he named an his, outer an outer heaven, if you will. He named his mercenary crew the Red Circle, which was an Archie Comics uh like comic uh brand or whatever they had. Uh, shout out to the, all the real Archie fans still watching Riverdale. God bless you. That's me. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, man. Dor- during some at some point they got licensed to DC, and then the shield appeared uh, as Lieutenant Joseph Higgins stationed in Afghanistan, where he tries to contact the web to find his missing father. He falls victim to, to Taliban terrorists, and he is wounded. To save his life, they give him secret government experiments, after which an advanced nanotech battlesuit is merged to his burned skin. Uh, the suit appears on his body at will and grants him the same array of powers as the earlier incarnation. Uh, blah blah blah. If he removes the war suit permanently, his bodily functions could shut down. So Chuck Wendig, I think, wrote this, and or he was one of the writers. The creative team was him and Adam Christopher, and he wrote something that is essentially if somebody combined Iron Man and Captain America together. Uh, Hell yeah! And it sucks. It's very bad. Yeah. Um, why do we call him Wendig when we should be asking why dig? That's why. That's all I gotta say. That's true. Uh. <laughs> Uh, on that, I don't think there's any more we can say about the guy. Do you think we should cut into the Dwegan Minute now? Oh, yeah. We should cut, cut into the Dwegan Minute. Do we have and... a... Do we, I'm, I'm expecting, uh, much like the Taliban assaulting the shield, that we're <laughs> going to get uh, ambushed by a, a Dwegan assassin. Yeah, I might... I mean, let me get my phone out real quick so I can um, try and track their movements. I don't know if they'll... Um, I'm not hearing the, the usual characteristic flip-flapping that we... Uh, that we hear step, step 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 that sounds like a normal human step who who wait who could that be and that's not even petite feet feminine step sounds like a lady <laughs> when she's walking in the door no it's not hey what the fuck welcome russ and alan to the coliseum of our destinies today our ideologies will clash and only the strongest will remain What's the matter? You seem confused. What is AB doing here? Why do we have to fight our friend? That's sweet of you, but this is born of your own misunderstanding. You think Dweegman will enslave the world by trapping all of DreamWorks animals and robots, but really he is liberating us from the shackles of death. Through the power of machines, we will live forever. But the cowards, the weaklings like yourselves, they'll only hold us back. See, the world has to move forward. Mortality is a thing of the past. Surely you understand that, Alan. I You've do. already begun to replace your body with machines. You simply call them razor products. He's got Yet me there, you Russ. refuse to follow Dweegman into a future of eternal life. Fine. Have it your way. If you want to wallow in death's past, I'm more than happy to lead you there. Dweegman's enhancements have turned me into a perfect killing machine. The nanomachines inside me are continually stimulating my prostate with absolute precision keeping me at the very edge of climax. This is the ultimate state of a warrior. You're no match for me now. Heaven or hell, Russ and Alan, let's rock. Oh no, Alan, no, AP's hitting you. It's uh, the start of the Dweekin Minute. Ah, oh, fuck, fuck, Oh, fuck. I gotta uh, start it. Shit, I'm, ju- I'm, I'm uh, just holding my arms in front of me in X-ray Al- to try to block the punches. What? Oh God, Alan, take this blade I've been carrying with me. Oh, where did you get this? I've been, I got it from the mall. Oh, fuck. Okay, uh, let me see my classic catchphrase. Let's rip. <laughs> oh, Alan. Oh, Alan's chopping at AB. 
dead on. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, but AB's coming back at you. Oh, you got ah. stabbed in the arm, Alan. Ah, fuck. I, oh, uh, fuck. You only have 30 seconds before Mia. the Tweaking Minute ends and you can't defend yourself anymore, Alan. And then Mia, Al turn my pain inhibitors off. <laughs> oh, no! <sighs> Alan! <laughs> Alan! Oh, God! I, Alan, use your the ancient technique that you... The ancient podcasting technique. Uh, your mom gay. AB's <laughs> <Al> <laughs> laughing too for lunch. AB's <laughs> laughing now. Alan, you just stabbed AB in the gullet. Oh no, it's the end of the Dweegan minute and our friend Autobite has died. Uh, oh, I'm gonna cup his head in my hands and we'll, and we'll hear I, what he has to say. Can I disengage uh, Jack the Podcaster mode? <laughs> yeah, Alec, okay. you're allowed to. <laughs> it looks like I've been bested. Dweeg man, you lied to me. I thought I could live forever, but a life without nut is no life at all. It's true. The nano machines are going offline any second now. Ow, ow. <gasps> Alan, I always loved you. I love you. Russ, you goodbye. Oh, thanks, AP. He was he was mad at you, Russ. Uh, he was mad at me. You didn't, didn't get online sooner. sooner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, Alan, we killed we. Uh, Alan, I th we. This sucks. Yeah, this sucks. This is like the second time we've had to kill one of our friends on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. What? A, who else did we have to kill? Uh, did we kill Waste? No. Uh, Wait, we, well, Waste I, was my. I think we killed somebody once or twice. Waste on the show. died off. Mike, did we? Did we? Uh, I'm crying now. I think we killed some sort of Nicktoon. I don't remember. <laughs> they either are dead or have been erased from history or our memories. Oh well, uh, that was a joke, by the way. I don't remember. <laughs> Why am I uh, I'm doing the cool thing where I wipe off the the blood off my sword and my elbow, uh, and I'm I'm putting it back on my back. I, I really oh, no. I'm gl I'm glad you were able to get this really cool sword from the mall. Right, that's Kirito's sword from Sword Art Online. Oh, that's why it's a laser yeah. thing. <laughs> uh yeah okay that makes sense yeah cool. so yeah because i saw that at a sword store at a mall once also i went to one of the, the, the one of the malls that reopened this weekend thank god by the way well you yeah. know what that's why i'm glad that our strong president is reopening america for business because if right. we didn't have it we would have been attacked by this canadian terrorist <laughs> yeah. well our journey to defeat dweeg man only continues on um, for folks who don't know, uh, we're in a we're in a multi week log arc where we're battling the Dweeg Man. Who's uh, a combination of uh, Nosy Three Horns, Nosy Three Horns, who has become a Doctor Dweeg Man or Doctor Dweeg Botnik uh, type figure, where he's going yes. to capture all of the animals of the Earth and put them into robots. Yes, his name is Dweeg Botnik, but we only call him Dweeg Man to make fun of him. Yeah, we we own him that way. Uh, it's very rude. I, I don't. I don't really blame him for trying to kill us. Right. But uh, right. anyway, uh, speaking of things that will kill us, uh, pizza pie, <laughs> uh, Blaze praise our hottest segment. Russ, I have a tremendous, incredible review this week. More and more people are talking about this. 
life break, life changing, no, life breaking. <laughs> it I'm will sorry. kill me. L- these I'm saying, are I meant to say limit breaking, limit breaking. Excuse oh, me. Oh, it is a limit break. I did have to do. I did have to get out my Buster Sword uh, to slice this pie up, and uh, it is the return of the Stoner Pie. I'm gonna put in like a lightning crack or something right there. Uh, right. But the Stoner oh, Pie. Uh, it's editors know. Alan, can you edit in sad music? under ab's death oh for sure um i feel um, like that's the best way but a pop a sad pop punk song for ab oh that's a good idea yeah okay aren't all pop all aren't all pop punk songs kind of sad uh shit you're right i mean can i just do uh american football never meant (laughs) that's pop punk right you have to do a meaty version so we can get it on uh spotify okay okay that'll work uh Anyway, the Stoner Pie, you may remember, is some. this is something that I ate in, like, the very first year of the podcast and haven't had a it classic since. character, a returning friend, if you will. But this time, I was actually able to eat it while stoned. So. Whoa, uh, I didn't even think about that. Because I didn't have weed uh, regularly back then. I only back had one then, friend. Th- that, that was before your inner eye opened. That was, yeah, I only had one friend who occasionally I would smoke weed with. Uh... Actually, no, you know what? That's not right. It was that nasty. Yeah, it was that nasty 1970s kush. Oh, it came in a brick. It was bad. (laughs) It was just all stem. It was just all. It was the stem and seed blunt Felix from Chop I was always talking about. And I did get higher than I do now, but it was uh, uh, off the stem and seeds because that is where all the, the THC is stored. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but this time, I'm I'm smoking my normal mids that I'm microdosing at all times now. Um, and the stoner pie is available off of Gold Belly, which means I paid a hundred dollars to get three stoner pies and uh, six pepperoni rolls, which are pretty sizable pepperoni rolls, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, mailed to my house. Um, and I gotta say, it holds up. I was kind of unsure. This is the first time I've ordered any food off of Gold Belly. Uh, this is almost I'm, more a review of um, Gold Belly than the Stoner Pie. Or so, so, so I know you're 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 always wanting to know about the nuts and bolts about how these things work. Being a big Banjo you know Kazooie fan, yeah, like you are famously. Uh, this so the way that this this worked is they they cooked the pizza when it came to me. I could tell it was already been cooked, but they basically just like cooked it to where it was like it probably needed like five ten minutes more. You know what I mean? Uh, like it was just like the, the, the crust was just barely done. The cheese was just barely melted and they basically just took it out of the oven right then and then vacuum sealed it and put it in a box full of ice, um, mm. and shipped it to me after which the instructions told me to take it out and then cook it in the, in the oven at like three seventy five for like 15, 20 minutes. And I gotta say it works pretty good. You might have to dick around with the temperature settings. Cause I, whether or not it's frozen or if you're getting it out of the fridge or whatever, it's a little bit different. Honestly, I think it might be better to like kind of cook it in there for a while and then like finish it on like the broiler or put it in a pan or something. I don't know. But in any case, even microwaved like leftovers the next day, pretty, pretty good. Um, I was worried about the French fries being soggy or like stale, uh, but that was not an issue, which was very strange to me. Uh, the, right. the fries, the fries held up, the mozzarella sticks held their shape. Um, something I did not remember, um, about this, or maybe I just wasn't as lactose intolerant back then is that, uh, this has a lot of cheese on it and it made me shit my guts out for like an entire <laughs> night. 
Um, so I did have to start taking lactate. Uh, but once oh, I had that, fuck, that sucks. Once I had that, it was great. Uh, oh wait, I didn't even fucking mention what the loadout is on the pie. I just assumed everybody knows the stoner pie. Yeah, uh, all the long-term fans know what's up. But. If you're a real one, you know what the stoner pie is. It is, of course, uh, extra cheese, pepperoni, bacon, sliced up mozzarella cheese sticks, like deep fried cheese sticks, sliced up like, uh, round wise, like pepperonis and then French fries. Um, this is one of the weird pizzas where they do, when they do extra cheese, they put an extra layer of cheese on top of all the toppings, if that makes sense. Right, right, So it's just kind of like the pepperonis are like swimming in there. Uh, Mm. and you know, I, the cheese is good. I think this wouldn't work if they didn't have good cheese, but the cheese is solid. I gotta say the sauce is kind of like a non-presence. Like it's, it's there. It's a normal standard red sauce. Nothing to write home about. Yeah. It's there to provide, you know, yeah, the pizza experience, but you're not really there. You're, you're you're going to Topping Town. No, this isn't like a spicy red kind of situation or anything like that. And it being more cheese and the pepperoni slices are actually pretty big. I almost feel like they could have been like salami or something. Maybe they just put that many on there and, and that's what it just kind of felt how, like. How was, the, how was the, the Gold Belly experience altogether, though? You know, so three pizzas, the pepperoni rolls. Oh, those, by the way, are fantastic. Pepperoni rolls right. way better than I expected. They might have been way better. They might have been better than when I got them uh, originally because I think they might have burned <laughs> them a little bit before. <laughs> it's funny to think that, like, yeah, the only way I like this food is if it's shipped across the country. Like, yeah, if I little... had to get it imported from Florida, then uh, that's where this one came from. By the way, is the uh, the Gumby's headquarters in like Gainesville, Florida, or whatever the fuck. That rules. That's uh, that fucking whips. Uh, it does. The carbon footprint on it is not good, but uh, <laughs> well, what can I say? I mean, if I had to drive down to the nearest Gumby's, it'd probably be in Raleigh or something. You and... did ask them to um, wrap it in, like, to package it in the same, like, bubble packaging that Sony products used to be all in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, that hardcore plastic that you could never get off. You did ask them to ship it in that. Yeah, I asked them to put to, to put at least two clamshells over it. Uh, yes, plastic clamshells that i would have to cut open with a knife and then throw away and i'd probably cut my finger on something <laughs> yes because um, you, you just want to feel something anything yeah yeah i i have i open clamshells just to feel um <laughs> oh, much like an otter smell yeah. uh but uh anyway you do do it in your own private pool and you put the uh, i do put <laughs> it on my stomach th- and i do fall asleep holding my uh my <laughs> clamshell ps4 or whatever yeah, uh, which so is funny because you don't. What you usually want to keep your electronics away from the water, but I mean, it's unplugged. It's fine. Uh, I, I just let uh, it just dry like out. Nirvana. Yep. What's that? I, and just like never mind because I'm in the pool and I, <laughs> and I definitely hang in meat. Uh, Only '90s kids will get that one. That's true. Um, I I don't know. I think the Gold Belly experience was pretty good. Um, now, and, how would you how would you compare it to Judges Part Five? Uh, the gold the experience. Gold, the gold. Um, well, I did after I did eat these pizzas. I was stuck on an endless loop on the toilet, um, so I did have gold belly. Yeah, requiem. it's called fucking hogcast. Yeah. Uh, so gold belly requiem did put me in an endless and endless toilet loop, and it was not great. Um, but the oh man. But uh, you know, if somebody t- if if this pizza were to like transmogrify into like a frog or something, it wouldn't surprise me because it was magical and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> you loved every minute of it. It was great. It's a great pizza. And guess what? I still have one pizza and two pepperoni rolls left. Uh, yeah. I've been eating one pizza and two pepperoni rolls each week for the last two weeks. 
Um, so for a hundred dollars for three pizzas and six pepperoni rolls, I mean, that's not too crazy. I guess if you were to consider <laughs> like ordering a pizza is like $20 plus like delivery and tip or whatever, you know, I don't know. That's not, it's not like highway robbery. It's too expensive to do this on a, um, any kind of normal basis, but like as a once every <laughs> few months or year kind of thing, I think gold belly's all right. Right, uh, right, right. If you, if you're craving, uh, <laughs> If you're craving something from like home, uh, then you know by all means. What if I could get hey, In and Out delivered to me or something? Maybe ET wouldn't even have to leave Elliot if Goldbelly would just deliver his favorite plant-based pizza. Yeah, if Maybe. Botanicus would uh, deliver a, a pizza pie from the Green Planet, <laughs> ET would still be here. So thank you, Goldbelly, for making sure my favorite alien pal remains with his best. Or do you Elliot. think he? Or do you think he has like a, a green belly on uh, the green planet, and he has them like do, deliver Reese's pieces? <laughs> I think it's glow belly. Glow belly. He has a glowy finger in the owner he, of. Glo- he also has a glowy belly. <laughs> yeah, I think every 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 alien in the world of ET has a different glowing body part. Oh, oh, and then one's got the oh Russ. One's got a glowing penis. Now that's a joke. <laughs> I'm gonna edit out of the podcast because that's only that's only good enough for Bill Maher. That's oh, too good to fuck. waste on the podcast. We gotta that's save that good. for real. We for give real this time. away for free. Yeah, we gotta. Fuck. This is a real time type joke. That's, uh, oh man. Speaking of uh, real time, you have you had any uh, pizza uh, lately? Recently in time? Um, can I be honest, Alan? Yeah, what's up? Can I seed my my pizza review time because I honestly haven't had any new pizza. What for months? Yeah, no, it's. I tough. mean, I mean, we're all we are living in a pandemic and civil unrest, so I don't blame you for not eating pizza. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've had more Papa Murphys. It's just I can't review Papa Murphys every week. Just tell me, just give me a, a thumbs up, thumbs down on the Papa Murphys. It's a thumbs up. Could I could I review some other stuff first? Yeah, what's what are you gonna review, Russ? This is gonna be two Hogcast exclusives. This is gonna this is it's a new product I tried and something I finally tried that Alan. It's been trying to sell me on for years. Oh, not that I, no, not that I ever disagreed, but um, I think it needs, you know, if I, I think I wanted to surprise you, Al. This is something you've been, you, you've, you're a vocal advocate of. Uh huh. You finally yeah, ate well, ass. For, yeah, I finally no, uh, no, but it is ass related. I, I, <gasps> I used a bidet. <gasps> Russ, what, what, like, kind of, what kind of bidet did you buy? I think it was whatever the most popular bidet on Amazon was. It's one of the gravity-based ones. There's no electrical or... Oh, yeah, there, none know, of them motor. are electrical except for my weird uh, Toto Japanese one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those gravity-powered ones. But it's a gravity bong. It, it is basically a gravity bong. And just like a gravity bong, it's a lot of fun and it works, baby. It's good. So did you get one of the ones that only does cold water or is it hot and cold? I think you can run hot if... The water is available, but uh, so far I just use cold. You know what? Just cold is fine. That's the one I've got upstairs in my uh, my guest bathroom. I uh, like it so much I play cold as ice on my Bluetooth speaker every time I use it. Now, Russ, did you do this partially because it saves you money on toilet paper? Um, No, it's because my mom asked me if I wanted one, and I said, yeah, sure, and she went on Amazon and bought it. Because my mom does that. It's <laughs> That's cool. It's Your cool. mom sounds epic. I- it does sound epic. It also sometimes feels like a flex. Love you, mommy. Um, <laughs> That's what parents are for. They're supposed to flex on you. Yeah, they're supposed to make my parents, me. My parents brought over a, like a carpet shampooer, like a carpet cleaner. Because uh, right. I asked them if they had like an old one sitting around the house. And they're like, oh, we just went ahead and bought you one. I'm like, you guys don't need to do that. I own a house. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I make parents be buying like 
shit like you buy razor products you just that is true yeah uh, by the way, but- <laughs> I did I did replace replace all the keycaps on my Razer uh, Huntsman Elite keyboard, and I gotta say, PBT keycaps are the way to go, baby. Whoa, Alan. Yeah, Maybe we'll clip that on. Anyway, bidets they get a thumbs up. Spend the twenty five to thirty dollars on Amazon to buy that cheap honestly, one that you've been staring at. Honestly, that's the thing I really recommend to anybody. I mean. I'm a, a a pervert and a freak that loves to have a four hundred dollar bidet in my master bed uh, bathroom. Yeah. But honestly, the other bidets I have in my house that are just like those twenty thirty dollar Amazon bidets, uh, that gets you like you know eighty percent of the way there, and it's better right. than wiping with paper. I'm never I, right. The times I have to wipe my ass with just paper now, it's dreadful. Hate it. Right. I don't want to do free, it. A freak like you needs company, so we need more people. That is you know, true. Right in the stream. Um, the second thing is that um, the professional wrestler Joey Janela, he told me to try on a recent episode of the popular Doughboys podcast. He told me to try the Simply Lemonades. Oh, ah, truly Have you tried lemonades. these yet, Alan? Oh, truly. I, yeah. I went to the grocery store today and I did try to find them. I found a bunch of varieties of White Claw, uh, but I couldn't find it and I just got disappointed and left. Yeah. Um, what store did you go to? It was just Ingles. Ingles. Oh, it's just <laughs> the English. The, the, the the local grocery store that I always go to. I mean, I could probably yeah. check a gas station and might be able to find them, but uh, we got ours at Walmart. Oh, okay. I'll go to Walmart next time then. I yeah, bet they've yeah, got it. Yeah. But Walmart so, has some weird shit, my man. You know, they had uh, for a while they had Baja Blast Zero, but it was off the shelf every time I tried to get there. <laughs> oh, but they whoa. have a spot. They have a spot for it on the shelf, and I want to get that Baja Blast Zero so bad. Huh. This Who? sounds so good. I'm going to see Alan, if I can deliver I, that. Uh, it might, you're thinking it's somebody who's just a big fan. What if there's somebody trying to deprive you of energy? Uh, that could be true. What? It's sabotage. Uh, this might be a CIA op. To try <laughs> oh, to... It's a CIA op. I was going to tie it in with our stupid anime bullshit that we do. Where oh, we, well, I mean. We killed our on, friend AB. We're all honestly, we're still crying. Honestly, check the flight logs. Uh, I, think, I think Nosy might be uh, tied up with the CIA. Yeah, this is Jomney's son seems to have purchased a lot of Pepsi or Pepsi Matt zero sugar and a lot of Baja Blast Zero. Wait, John, why? Jomney three horns. Uh, <laughs> uh, have but, we made that joke yet? No, we haven't. Uh, I just said a thing and now uh, it's too bad. It's too bad. We're going to forget it by the next it's time. Too we record. To it's too big to fail. It's too big to fail. It is too big of a joke to fail. That is true. <laughs> oh, you got to save this for Bill. <laughs> God, we have to edit so much of our content out of the podcast now to save it for Bill. Um, <laughs> oh man! But yeah, they. I'm gonna see if maybe that Walmart will, will deliver my Baja Blast to me or something. Um, but no, that sounds great. Uh, so it, it is it is it is it's not as sweet as like a like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. This this truly spiked lemonade. Yes. So it it, it just tastes. It's a little bit more. It leans more towards like the sparkling water kind of like effervescent or like a like maybe like a san pellegrino is that kind of like right 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 okay like it seems like sparkling water mixed with like juice or something probably yes okay it's very tasty it's very tasty i gotta get that uh because honestly like i don't like sparkling water but i do like the alcoholic sparkling water because it tastes bitter and shitty just like normal sparkling water does do you know what i mean yeah uh, you listen, a pro wrestler told me to take it and they've never led me astray. I would Some love to have, have sold me. I would kill to have a body like Joey Janela. 
<laughs> it's true. It do be like that. Honestly, like he he acts like he's this out of shape wrestler, but he, he's he's a, he's a fucking hunk compared to us. Yeah, of course. And you know, uh, like think of all the cool shit professional wrestlers have recommended me before. Final Fantasy Ten Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, brain pills. Uh, you know, uh, Blue Chew. All all things that have brought me joy to my life. Yeah. Now, the Blue Chew has brought misery and pain to your life. <laughs> I only got my door dick stuck in the door once. That's not a big deal. It only <laughs> happened once. Everything and I can't else... blame that on the Blue Chew. That's on myself. Yeah, so the product, the product stands. Uh, Russ, you know, uh, Blue Chew's great, but have you ever heard of a Flu Chew? Uh, the Flu Pizza that, that Michael Jordan <laughs> ate. Do you remember that from, uh, from last month? <laughs> Uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay. Remember the ESPN documentary about Michael Jordan that everybody was watching a month ago? Mm-hmm. Pretend the Last you- Dance. The Last Dance, yes. Um, there was a famous Game 5 of the 1997 NBA Finals, uh, and Michael Jordan's trainer had a theory that somebody had poisoned Michael Jordan's pizza that he ate that night because he got sick and did poorly in that game. Um, and apparently it's because before the whole show, uh, Jordan ordered a, ordered like a a pizza to the Marriott hotel and he ate the entire pizza before the game. Um, it was a large, thin, crispy pizza with extra pepperoni. Uh, and it was a pizza hut in Park City, Utah, which is where he was, uh, where this happened. Apparently, uh, he insists that because he was still a new employee, the guy who delivered it, which was uh, Craig Fight, uh, F-I-T-E Fight. Um, that is an op. That is a character created yeah, by the CIA. Yeah, that's a guy. They made him like, we we're going to use this guy to fight Michael Jordan. Let's call him Craig <laughs> Fight. Um, he said, while I'm delivering it, Fight recalled, I remember this. I remember saying this. I will make the pizza because I don't want any of you doing this. Uh, doing anything to it is what the manager told him. Um, mm. And then I told the driver, you're going to take me there. So they went together. Multiple people all went to this pizza uh, and made sure they like had like a, they apparently were like supervising the whole thing, trying to make sure they didn't get Michael Jordan sick. Uh, as soon as the elevator door opened, it was like I got punched in the face with cigar smoke. He said, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jordan's trainer, Tim Grover says that five guys were standing outside of the door to Jordan's room, all trying to look in, uh, and that those five guys are the, he thinks one of them had poisoned the pizza that went to Jordan. Uh, but anyway, he got sick and he lost that game and it's a big thing. Do you think pizza hut, the CIA Craig fight, do you think they, they, they poisoned MJ? You think it was an accident, accidental poisoning? Not to play into the character I've been cultivating, my new wrestling gimmick. Yes, <laughs> all of it. It's Wait, all. What's connected. your wrestling gimmick? Oh, I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm. I'm third eye open anti CIA guy. Oh, I thought that was just your life now. <laughs> it's well, what what is real life but wrestling? That's true. I um, do watch too much wrestling now, Alan. Uh, yeah, you got that. You got that like Japanese wrestling. Thing, right? <laughs> I'm on that Japanese shit now. They know what's up. Uh, I do really, I did really. Have enjoy... I told you you should really get into Japanese wrestling, Alan? Oh, I'm it's sure all grizzled I'd love it. old. It's all grizzled old madmen. Oh, I'm sure I kicking I'm the sure shit out of it. each other. 
It's uh, so funny because I, I was talking about this the other day. Um, Yakuza had a bunch of characters from uh, New Japan in uh-huh. I think the the story of life at Yakuza 6. Uh, they're in Yakuza 6. They're also in Yakuza Kiwami 2 because they right. show up during the uh, Majima construction uh, battle uh, side minigames. Um, and I definitely knew they were wrestlers because at some point just a bunch of wrinkly old men appeared. Yes. Uh, wrinkly tan like, old men. Yes, it is so crazy. Uh, it's just like, oh, Yakuza is a wrestling video game because these are what wrestlers look like in Japan and it fucking whips. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. Um, they rule. Uh, I would like they to get into hardened it. muscle built from decades of punishment. It, it's, I have enough trouble trying to keep up just watching one wrestling show every week. Uh, so I, if I had the, if I had the time or energy to do that, I would definitely, maybe I should just do that while I'm working. Like just have it on, a, on, on one of my other monitors. Right. Uh, just to like kind of have in the background, that might be the and way it, to do this. But because I can't, I can't just sit down and watch wrestling for like three hours. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of wrestling. It's so much. Maybe I need to like get TVs in my bathrooms while I'm squirting my ass with the bidet. <laughs> Hell yeah, that might be what I have to do. Um, I, I got you know that's a crazy scheme, but I got an even crazier scheme for you, Russ. Ooh, uh, this a man, transition. A man has made money buying his own pizza off of DoorDash. Fuck. Um, the owner of a pizza restaurant in the U.S. discovered that the DoorDash delivery app has been selling his food cheaper than he does, uh, while still paying him full price for the orders. Uh, so this is very, very weird. Uh, let's see. Uh, there is one guy in Topeka, Kansas, who discovered that uh, that on, on the app, uh, he didn't add his pizza to DoorDash. He didn't add his pizza place to DoorDash. They had made a page for him on DoorDash and were charging customers $16 for a pizza that he would normally charge $24 for. Um, so what he did is he is he ordered uh, 10 pizzas, paid $160, and then had them delivered to a friend house, a friend's house, and then the restaurant was paid $240, so he made 80 bucks for each for those 10 pizzas. Uh, a- apps are incredible, and they're going to fix this economy. So the whole purpose of them doing this is that DoorDash makes fake pages for restaurants whether you want them to or not and will sell your food cheaper to customers and then they'll show you they'll get in contact they'll get like they'll contact you and say uh and say hey look look at all the people that are buying your stuff why don't you add uh why don't you sign up officially for DoorDash uh and then they you know they try to get you to do it that way so it's all part of them like losing a bunch of money up front so they can try to to ring you in here and then get a cut of all your sales um, right DoorDash is super unprofitable. Uh, they don't make any money. Yes, uh, but it's an app. It's an app. An app. It's an application. And if you apply yourself, you're going to make it in this country. Bootstraps. Uh, DoorDash and- is backed by the giant investment bank SoftBank, which is I think that's like a Chinese bank company. I think. I know uh, that one of the characters in Tiger and Bunny had SoftBank on them as a sponsor. So that's about as far as I it's go with them. It's a huge Asian banking conglomerate is, is like, all I know is about it like them. like Tencent or something? I think they're, they're, it's, yeah, I think so. It's just like one of those huge conglomerate companies. I don't that's... know why Tencent is called Tencent, but I like to imagine Scrooge McDuck owns it and started it with his 
famous magic dime yeah, or Soft, lucky dime. SoftBank is a Japanese multinational conglomerate holding company that, oh, Jesus Christ, they own like, uh, they own a good part of Boston Dynamics, T-Mobile, Alibaba, Yahoo Japan, Uber, uh, Hike, Snapdeal, uh, a bunch, they own like 20 to 30% of like 50 different Slack, for instance, WeWork, uh, they, they own a shit ton of parts of different companies. That's all they do. Um, but they're the controlling interest, I suppose, in DoorDash. And uh, defending the loss, of the record-breaking loss of $13 billion uh, for DoorDash, uh, the chief executive, Masayoshi-san, uh, reportedly compared himself to Jesus Christ. The billionaire is said to have stated during a call with investors that Jesus was also misunderstood. He later apologized. <laughs> It's it's true. I mean, I think Jesus would probably try to start some sort of weird app scheme oh, uh, if he was uh, around in today. A yeah, I mean, he might have done uh, he might have done Movie Pass if he was around today. <laughs> Bible Pass, Bible Pass, Fish Pass. <laughs> Where he tries you to get your this fishes. New and app. It's called Retribution with no syllables in it, and uh, no Retribution with no vowels in it. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I need to take more brain pills. Yeah, it's called it's called retribution, and it it just uh it it, it gives you <laughs> if you log in daily, you get bonuses for your soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking, I've got a guy whose soul is uh, I think maybe he's getting retribution. Do you for write something. about if Jesus made an app? Isn't that one of your blacklist scripts? That is one of not my blacklist <laughs> script. That is a Black Mirror script that uh, <laughs> that I have in in season six of Black Mirror. Uh, and you keep trying to text him to uh, whatever his fucking name, fucking the British. name I'm, is. I'm texting it to every phone number in the British phone books. But whenever uh, his phone vibrates, he gets scared. He told us at a party, like, he can't check his texts. Yeah, it's it's a real it's a real conundrum. <laughs> but uh, you only write your scripts in the text uh, form. <laughs> te- the, I, yeah, I, I get really inspired when, uh, when, I'm in the, when I'm in the notes app uh, or when I'm in uh, I, the iMessages. <laughs> when you're crafting your latest apology for Twitter, you usually get mm-hmm. distracted. <laughs> I usually get distracted, write some short fiction about uh, sci- uh, you know, technology, science. Or, or yeah, or meeting your ex at a grocery store. Or meeting my ex at a grocery <laughs> store, and she's the queen of the grocery store now. <laughs> um, I've got it's a guy stupid. here who is fe- facing some sort of retribution for a past misdeed, perhaps. Mm, uh, 65-year-old yeah. Jan van Langdom in uh, the Belgian city of Turnhout says he's been receiving pizza deliveries at all hours of the day and night for years and has never ordered a single one. I cannot Fuck. sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. He told La- Het Last News, I dread that someone will come drop off hot pizzas yet another time. Mm-hmm. Um, he assumed initially that it was a mix-up with addresses, but orders kept turning up to his house several times a day. His pizza terror, in quotation marks, apparently this is what he's called it, came to a head on January 2019 when 10 delivery drivers showed up to his house throughout the day, including one driver who alone came with 14 pizzas. The situation has been uncomfortable and frustrating for him because he d- says he refuses to pay for the pizzas because he didn't order them, and he doesn't want to take the pizza either. Um... In an even weirdest twist, a friend of his who lives 20 miles away has been dealing with the exact same problem for the same length of time. The pair has reported to the situations to police multiple times, and everyone has come to the conclusion that the culprit must be a mutual friend who knows both parties. A mutual friend or a mutual fiend? 
uh, perhaps. <laughs> What's the difference in this economy? Am I uh, right? But... Overall, it is a rather expensive prank that will not end in laughs. Van Langdom told Het Last News that whoever is responsible is revealed it will not be their best day. Oh, man. This I, is, uh... in, in Belgium, are you allowed to kill somebody for sending you pizzas for like years? Is that like an executable offense? Oh, I, uh, I mean, Maybe I don't know what's be. going on up in the Netherlands. Their prime minister got murdered 30 years ago. The mystery pizzas, the girl with the dragon tattoos, it just shit goes down there. None of those countries are Belgium, but okay. Uh, uh, wait, I, listen. Belgium, Belgium is the Europe one Europe is just a big mass to me, okay? Belgium's the one with the waffles. And they partially speak French and partially German, I think, or Dutch. Partial Fuck. French. I know part of it's France. Uh, part of it's French speaking. I am having such a moment here. Oh, God. Well, uh, I think... Belgium, let me, I'm looking at the map. Belgium touches the Netherlands. Yeah, all of them touch the Netherlands. Like, they're all like... <laughs> We've this... all touched the Netherlands. But the fact... You looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Like, I, I was like, Timbuktu and the Netherlands, they're so different. Fuck off, Alan. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, an, I'm an international <laughs> business person, and I deal with a lot of people in Europe, Russ. Uh, you, you're, you're a Brussels stan. I do Fuck love off, Brussels. Alan. <laughs> I can't believe you just got mad at me for saying that neighboring countries were similar. You, uh, you motherfucker. Well, everybody, everybody knows the Netherlands is Holland, and then Belgium's a different place. <laughs> but I said the fucking that area of the world. How fucking dare you? I'm mad. Well, then, well, then you got you said girl with the dragon tattoo. And isn't that like that's that's like farther north than Scandinavia? Yeah, that's all. They're all. Uh, that, oh come Look, on, Russ, Alan. I agree with you. Everything in Europe is the same. I, Europe is bullshit, and I don't yeah, like it. Yeah, they all ride bikes around, and some of them they smoke all, weed, but most of them don't. Who they cares? all ride they bikes all around. They all, all ri- they all live in their in their mom's house, and she cooks for them and screams at them. It's all <laughs> it's all bad. Fuck off. Hell sucks. Now, you now, piece now, of shit. I'm now, so mad right now. now you now, made for, me feel so stupid. How could you? How could you in a million years compare Belgium to the Netherlands? They're very <laughs> different. You fucker. You piece of shit. Well, listen. The Netherlands I is feel the place. So gaslit. Listen to every episode past this where I meant to look dumb, and you seriously telling me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Netherlands is the I cool le- drug. I legitimately country. had a moment here where I'm like, Belgium is like. Next to Switzerland or like at the very tip of Italy. I'm such a dumbass. I was thinking about Albania. And here you are like making me feel. God damn it. Oh, you, you, you rube. You fell for it. (laughs) What if I'm the smart one on the podcast? Uh, Everybody's always like, Alan's got the the IQ. Alan's got the tech. Alan's the Michelangelo. And I'm the Mikey. I'm the party animal. I'm the the Donatello, not the Michelangelo. (laughs) I don't remember. Uh, anyway, maybe which I is the one I that which is the one that has sex with April O'Neil? I want to be that one. <laughs> yeah, you got me there. Uh, well, Russ, I speak of of science and inventions. I guess uh, uh, a company has created the next generation of pizza serving plate with touchless border to address coronavirus concerns. Right. This is the new pizza plate for the for the modern post corona world. The new uh, normal. It's basically a plate that they've cut into slices already. That's just, funny. And you just slide out a little triangle that has your slice on it. Yeah. It kind of like sucks. John, it looks like something John Wick could kill a person with. Oh, he would definitely throw one of these at you. Yeah, it looks pretty... Um, it is called the Portion Paddle, P-A-D-L. 
Um, <laughs> which I think... Mistress, mistress, can I have a portion of the paddle, please? Yeah, can I... Ooh, ooh, ma'am, I only want three parts of the paddle today. Uh, oh, Jerumph, I'm a Republican. <laughs> can I get a portion of the paddle, please? It's me, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> uh, and this is, uh, by the way, the, uh... The article that I found this on was on foxnews.com. Let's uh, scroll down to the comments right here. Um, I've got a... So everybody in the Fox News comments, as we've mentioned before, has a little blue star next to their name and the word leader. Uh, So they're all comment leaders. Um, And I've got a a comment here from Nona Menohow, who said, I've been socially distancing with pizza for years. I just order my own and eat it all. Uh, JJ cool, relatable. JJ Coolbreeze 1043 uh, said, how is that device going to help keep me safe when the dude in the kitchen with COVID-19 spit on it? Uh, Dr. Party Panties just said, dumb. He got eight likes for that. Uh, I got to agree. I think it's kind of dumb. Uh, uh, I, I don't like it. It's pretty dumb until John Wick uses it. It is going to be really dumb until John Wick throws one of these and the pointy part goes through my eyeball. Right. Uh, it's going to be... That I'll think it was a pretty good idea. Um, and it'll be a very cool idea. Uh, bad news, Russ. Oh, Chuck, e- no. Chuck E. Cheese stores may never reopen amid bankruptcy concerns. <clears throat> Did you have... Uh, Alan, I unironically, my first thought was, Pasquale, no! I know you... Yeah, you you mentioned this. You're very worried about that. Uh, well, I... Now... Pas- they recently, so a rep from this said, uh, Chuck E. Cheese Entertainment Inc. recently launched Pasquale's Pizza and Wings nationwide, uh, which is Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, named after a member of Munch's Make Believe Band, shares a kitchen space with Chuck E. Cheese, ensuring high, fresh quality ingredients. So they're really going all in on Pasquale because right. nobody is going to Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Right. Uh, so they're Listen, they're going all in. If you're going to go see Charles and Entertainment Cheese, you need the entertainment. Pasquale is like the character who represents the quality food there. Uh, Pasquality. Pasquale. I mean, I I think Pasquale is probably just Italian for uh <laughs> for quality, right? <laughs> I think so. So there are yeah. currently 610 Chuck E. Cheese sites in nearly 50. I like that they say Chuck E. Cheese sites, like it's like a, a like a like a military black site or something. Uh, or like a government Superfund site. Uh, mm. 65% of support staff and a majority of non-exempt workers were laid off after the pandemic. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the question now for Chuck E. Cheese is whether the new world of social distancing poses an existential threat or if families will continue to seek places to gather to celebrate birthdays and other child-focused events. Right. Um, I don't know if people were ever going to go... Were people going to Chuck E. Cheese before this? You know, this was a funny topic at my house because recently my childhood Chuck E. Cheese shut down and reopened into a huge, beautiful new Chuck E. Cheese that does not have the animatronic band. It has the dance floor. Fuck. Yeah. Like a dance floor for kids to dance on? Yeah, like for kids to dance and party on and drink juicy juice or whatever. For kids to do the Fortnite dance on. (laughs) Yeah. It's got a little elevated platform. To do Orange Avenger or whatever. <laughs> Orange Justice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the random. Um, uh, I I feel like the only people that are going to order Pasquale's pizza are people that are like big Chuck E. Cheese fans that are trying to keep the business afloat. 
You got to me. I, I am. I'm literally. <laughs> See, I've never. I never. My parents, whenever, whenever I was growing up, I said, "Why didn't you guys ever take me to Chuck E. Cheese?" And said, "Oh, we did take you to Chuck E. Cheese once when you were three. Don't you remember?" And they basically just gaslit me into thinking that I went to Chuck E. Cheese. I think. And I just right. never. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, yeah, you went there. You didn't like it that much. I'm like, I guess I didn't like it what that if, much. What if, uh, what if your parents were like hardcore Rock of Fire Explosion stands, and they're like, we are not taking our child to go see, <laughs> to go see, <laughs> to go see cheese. these, to go see Charles the, Entertainment Cheese. This bastardized version of the Rock of Fire Explosion. The Rock uh, of Fire is the real are the real musicians. Well, they do. They they are hacked in, in to sing like uh, Lil Wayne songs or whatever, which is very yeah. cool. Um, man. I don't oh, know. God. Do you the think bad news is Chuck E. Cheese might go out? The good news we might be able to buy some old animatronics and just have them in our house. Well, they remember they do smash all the Chuck E. Cheese heads before I they got about that. They 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 must destroy Chuck E. Cheese before they before they get rid of the animatronics. Um, uh, I I want to see the mass the mass destruction of all of all the Chuck E. Cheese. Like yeah. they have to put that on Twitch. You know, if they have and to close like half the restaurants, I would pay them money to watch them destroy like 300 animatronic Chuck E. Cheeses. <laughs> and then have the, uh, just have who, what celebrity could they have Honda just blame us all? Like this is your fault. Uh, I don't know. Pete Davidson or something. He's big now, right? The King of Staten Island tells us that we, <laughs> Pete Davidson, this is your fault. Does he sound Smoke like your that? weed? Uh, what's that? Does he sound like that? Does he have an accent? I was like trying that? to do a Staten Island accent. It didn't really work out. I don't. I don't know anything about Pete Davidson other than that he looks like he's dying and he uh, has a big dick and dated Ariana Grande and yeah. he smokes weed. He smokes weed. You know, everything about him sounds cool until you like see his Hillary tattoo or whatever. Yeah, and you know what? I look. I, I'm dying. I smoke weed all the time. I've got a big dick and I don't get anything. <laughs> yeah. You you've reached out to Judd. You're a Hollywood type, though. And I've Judd been sending pictures likes- of my dick to Judd forever. <laughs> Listen, I- see, me and Alan. The reason we became riding partners together is because I don't make my bed, and Alan <laughs> and Alan smoke stop weed. smoking weed. Yeah. So basically, together we form a Judd Apatow character. That's correct. But but um, <laughs> Judd just doesn't see like a Judd's a lot like Vince McMahon. He doesn't believe in tag team wrestling. I am. Um, making you're, too many you're wrestling, a wrestling freak. I'm a wrestling guy. I'm guess what I'm wearing right now, Alan. What? A Hikaru Shida tank top. It's pretty good. Uh, thank you. Is it is it her and her Tifa outfit? It is not the Tifa outfit. It's the prior outfit. It's a good um, outfit. The, the can I just say the thing that's been bothering me the most about this shirt though? What? Um, her midriff is bared in this uh shirt. It's a little uh character. It's a cartoon version of her. Uh-huh. And her belly button is on top of my belly button on um, this cartoon depiction of her. Is, and that's and a bad thing. It's, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> you like that. I like I like, I like it. <laughs> you like thinking that you have Hikaru Shida's belly button. Yeah. That that's part of you now. Yeah. You kind of feel like there's an umbilical cord connecting you to Hikaru Shida. <laughs> Right? Yeah, this is some weird mommy thing. You're getting like nutri- a villain. You're getting nutrients through like an invisible. It's no. It's like the. It's like the umbilical cord that connects the uh, mama's baby to. Yeah, I'm like a Resident Evil villain who's not Wesker. I just want to be rejoined with my mother. <laughs> well, I was gonna say you're the you're the mama's BT baby. Uh, that's connected. You have to cut the umbilical cord with the oh, magic fuck. handcuffs. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh man, remember how that game became our whole lives? Uh, yeah, until it just became real life. Am I right, folks? Yeah. Speaking of things that are our whole life, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Sonic News Views Reviews and Toods. Uh, oh man, I got some some crazy news here, Russ. Can I ask a question first? Have you yeah. rewatched the Sonic the Hedgehog movie yet? Not yet. I've got it uh, downloaded and sitting on Plex. Uh, uh, oh, legally. Uh, should we? Uh, yeah, parody satire, satire parody. Oh, should we add uh, that to the the movie list because it has the word the in it? Oh fuck yeah. We should tell dude or or yeah to add that. But to then the we list. have to wait two years to watch it. Well, maybe we'll watch, maybe it'll pop up in the list earlier. We don't know. Should we do? We should probably do a commentary for it at some point, right? Uh, honestly, yeah. On uh, yeah, honestly. I mean, you know, I mean people want to hear our thoughts. You know. Yeah. Besides... People definitely want to hear our thoughts. That's yeah. the that's the one thing I'm sure <laughs> of. I mean, if you've uh, made it to this part part of this episode, you definitely want to hear our thoughts. Or you're just really bored and you don't have anything else to do. Uh, I've got no. some, some tremendous news. Sonic the Hedgehog games are in development for longer, for quality reasons. Um, oh, on a live fuck. stream on the official Sonic the Hedgehog YouTube channel, brand manager Aaron Weber discussed the longer development cycle of the upcoming Sonic game and answered other fan questions. Uh, he said... Back in the day, every year there used to be a new Sonic game, and as a result of that, there are a number of times because of that rust production schedule that a quality of games weren't quite what they needed to be. And so a couple years ago, we actually said, hey, that's going to change. We're going to put some more time into things, and that's going to mean that you have to wait longer between trailers and announcements and stuff like that. And we know that's kind of annoying, but we're excited for what's to come, and we can't say anything. Uh, So thank you for being patient, and as soon as we have news to share with you, we'll share it with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking this reminds me of another statement from a brand, uh, namely the, the Domino's we fucked up commercials. Right. I think this might be the big turning point. I think we're heading for another Sonic Renaissance. Sonic is back, baby. And it's, uh, the fog. Do we ever, is the fog thing on your, uh, Sonic news? No, because I I still don't understand what fog gaming is. Well, that's what Sonic's going to Sonic will be powered by fog and it'll be basically Atlas purchased uh, or no Sega purchased Atlas to get the fog from Persona 4. Definitely. And now Sonic will just be a reflection of our inner desire now. I mean, he always was a reflection of my inner desire, but <laughs> that's true, but or maybe my inner desires were a reflection of Sonic. It's hard to say. Yeah, you know, uh, the it's a chicken to the egg situation. But it is, it's some sort of, the fog gaming thing is like that when the arcade machine's not being used, it like will idle to like, to like stream the games to home players or something. Isn't that what it is? Something like that, probably. That's weird to me though, right? Because like the, the games that are playing on arcade machines aren't that intensive. So it's very <laughs> strange. It's, it's very strange to me that they're outsourcing <laughs> that computing and then streaming it over the internet from like... You know, like the JoJo's Ar- Bizarre Adventure Battle Royale is going to require so much horsepower <laughs> that I have to play it over fucking uh, because o- over think Google about Stadia. this. Al- think about it. In a normal Battle Royale game, there's only a hundred people on the island, right? Uh huh. But now you got the JoJo's in the game. You got the stand user exactly. That's two hundred different character models. That's two hundred character models. And some of these guys, their stands like the whole sun or something. Yeah. <laughs> What if that is one of the stand users? That fucking guy. What I mean, what if Dio's just there and he's just like, I stop time for everybody on the island except me and everybody else that's playing Dio. 
Captain uh, Tennille, if you get stuck with Captain Tennille as your loadout, you just have to hang out by the beach. The you better time. you better hope that the circle closes in on the beach or else you're fucked. <laughs> by the way, Who's Captain Tennille. Empress? Is uh, it, uh, Empress is the su- submarine, right? Uh, no, Empress is the one that got merged into his, into his arm, right? Oh. The big fat lump that was on his arm. Yeah, uh, you might be right. Uh, Captain Tennille. So hold on a second. Uh, there was fake Captain Tennille that didn't he have like a, like a shark stand or something? Yes. I don't remember what that is. And then there was the, the orangutan that had the boat. That's strength. That was strength. That was strength. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what Captain Tennille stand was. Uh, it'll probably come to me if I think about it. Uh, or I'm just going to Google it right now. Captain Tennille stand. And a whole horse was emperor. Uh, it was dark blue moon. It was the one that looked like a like a, a fish man, and that's, that's where uh, and that's where uh, Jotaro used the star finger to beat him up. Remember that? Fuck. <laughs> Let's just hope it sucks because uh, the uh, the the early part three Jotaro is the strongest character in the game because he just has new moves every once in a while. Yeah, he does like a star finger. He uh, blows really hard or whatever. Uh, it's even better than stopping time. Um, anyway. So yeah, uh, thank you, Fog Computing, for giving us the JoJo Bizarre Adventure Battle Royale. Probably the most anticipated game in the world right now. Not, it's definitely not something that only me and Alan ever talk about. Yeah, I, I can. I've been looking at that map, asking Russ where we dropping for for months now. <laughs> yeah, more uh, dropping in Morio, baby. God, uh, I'm gonna drop. Uh, oh, I'm gonna drop near the 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 alleyway where if you turn around, then you'll get dragged to hell. Uh, hell yeah that's a perfect place to to, to drop because people might forget where they are and then they'll get dragged to hell um right. i've got tremendous news i know we've been talking about it and there's been rumors but it was confirmed by jeff fowler on may 28th uh sonic the hedgehog 2 is in production it is in the works right now the sequel to the sonic movie thank you to all the quill heads who listen to this podcast and probably were I'm not going to go see the movie before our review. And I'm, I like to say our review is what swayed you all to go see the picture in the theater. Uh, Jeff um, Fowler. So here's the thing. The McElroy's soy faced their way into getting on to uh, trolls Two. We need to get into Sonic the Hedgehog Two. We have to, we have to get our way on it. Now, what characters should we be allowed to play? Natural thing is scratching grounder. Okay. Oh, I, you're going. You're going for a character of the script. I was going more for just like an extra. I'm just shooting for an extra. I want to. I want a part where. Um, this is kind of what I'm going for. I read the script. Thank you, Jeff, for sending it to us. I want to be the guy who um, is going to the bathroom next to Sonic, and I look at the stall next to him. I go, oh, he's fast. How how is he fast with that thing? <laughs> Wait, what? He's fast because he shits. <laughs> No, and, and not the stall. I meant to say the urinal. I lo- oh. I want to be the guy who looks at um, Sonic's dick. Excuse oh. me, everyone. I meant to say the urinal. It's so you 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 look at Sonic's dick and you wonder how he can run so fast with a big dick like that. Yeah, exactly. It's very. It works a lot better in the if if you have the whole scene for context. I was kind of hoping that I would be like um somebody that's like. I want to be like a random person on the street and Sonic runs really fast and like ruins my day. Like I'm either like uh, I'm sitting like reading a newspaper and like sipping a cup of coffee at like uh, an outdoor restaurant or something. And Sonic Mm. runs really fast. And then the, like my hair shoots up and then like the, the newspaper gets blown out of my hands. 
or something like that. Um, or maybe uh, me and you are like moving guys that are like moving a big uh, piece of plate glass across the <laughs> a street. Piano, like a, a piano like in an old Three Stooges. There's a horny dowager and uh, <laughs> we're trying to move a piano into her apartment and then Sonic right. uh, bumps into us and we drop the piano and then uh, the keys pop out of our mouth like teeth. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Alan. I for sure thought you wanted to be the uh, the waiter who's like, we do not serve chili dogs at a restaurant like this. Ooh, now that and, would be and good. Then Sonic, I- and then Sonic goes like, oh, well, don't worry. I'll just go get some for myself. And then he runs away and then comes back instantly and has chili dogs. And you look uh-huh. perturbed. And he, he got him from the, from the restaurant Sonic because they are teaming up with them for the sequel. He is going to go get a chili dog and a cherry limeade. Uh, and the Sonic guys, <laughs> oh, we sh- do you think we could... This might be a good way. What if we are in the Sonic movie and we are in a car drinking uh, like soda and eating fast food? (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were the most famous Sonic guys. Yeah, that's what we should do. You know the Sonic guys are like famous Chicago improvisers or something, right? Oh, I'm sure they are. And like, like I have friends who took classes from them. Uh, can we become the Sonic guys? I'm hoping that they, that the Sonic corporation sees our work in this movie of us, like sitting in a car and like Sonic runs by it and like, you know, knocks the, like, I don't know, like he makes the car shake or something. And then we're like, Whoa, I thought we were the Sonic guys. And then, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that we will reboot the Sonic guys in the Sonic, the hedgehog franchise and then star in commercials and maybe even our own feature film. Exactly. Yes. I'm thinking this will, we will be the bridge that, uh, that kind of marries Sega to the Sonic cheeseburger uh, brand. And then we'll, and then we'll become them. That's my dream, um, at least. <laughs> well, how will Jack in the Box, the Jack in the Box character, and the franchise react to that? Uh, oof, we might have to cut them some sort of deal. Maybe take all of those mini tacos off their inventory so they don't have to deal with selling <laughs> with them. Um, I like the mini tacos. I didn't love them, but I liked them. I, they're, I'm not that far away from a Jack in the Box anymore. My my house is about like halfway between my parents' house and the nearest Jack in the box. I could maybe go there for like 10, if I drove 10, 15 minutes, but Jack in the box is just not good. I don't think I've ever had good Jack in the box. Really? Wow. Wow. Russ. Wow. Why would I ever go to Jack in the box when there's cookout? This is West coast culture. You're attacking here. Is Jack and egg rolls there? I guess. Let me see if I can get like if I can order it off like DoorDash or something. <laughs> Gold belly, <laughs> Gold belly, some some do- some fucking Jack in the Box, and, and they'll just ship it rules. from the from like twenty minutes down the road or whatever. You have to deep fry everything yourself, though. <sighs> I I feel like I've only ever had Jack in the Box like two or three times in my life, maybe four or five, maybe might be a more realistic number. And right. I feel like all of the times I've had it, it's just been very disappointing. <laughs> Listen, have I ever been delighted by Jack in the Box? No, but is it? It's it a comforting friend. Listen, it's I don't a, got a lot going for me. So if it's two thirty a.m. and you're getting some Jack in the Box, you're you're gonna have an okay time. That's the only thing is that I guess if they are the only restaurant that's open at like two thirty in the morning or whatever, I might right. order from them. But like, I mean, McDonald's is open pretty late. Taco Bell is open really late, and if I've got a Taco Bell nearby why would i ever go to jack in the box you know what i mean true you got me there it's like i've got all these other places to go to i could go to culver's or bojangles or whatever you know 
even right, Burger King okay. now is better than a Jack in the Box. Right. I think Jack in the Box needs to have a Domino's moment and say that like he fucked up his food shit and he needs to be good now. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. Shinji Ikari voice. <laughs> He's looking uh, at the, the, the taco sauce on his hand. <laughs> Oh, that feels like the way that corporate brands are going. That will be, that will will be be. real. It's going to be like an Arby's like horsey sauce thing. (laughs) Does Arby's have like a character though, or a pitch pitch guy? There's the, we got the meats guy, but he's, he's a disembodied voice. Isn't that H John Benjamin now? (laughs) Is it? I think H John Benjamin is the voice of Arby's now. I mean, H John Benjamin is pretty fucked up. And he would put the he would put the horsey sauce. I always thought he'd be more like a a, a Gendo Akari. To be is honest, is it fucked up that if he is an Alan, I don't even one hundred percent believe this. He's the burger guy. He's a burger character. He's yeah, not he's famous a, for sandwiches and meats. That is weird. Maybe it's his home movie uh, fame is. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, speaking of uh, famous characters, I've got a toot this week. Um, oh fuck! And I'm gonna. This is a this is a tricky one. Uh, I want you to tell me what Arnzarel the Revolting looks like. Arnzarel the Revolting. Yes. Whew, that's a lot you're putting on my plate. Is this a fan character or an Archie character? This is a fan character. Okay, because if it was an Archie character, I would say he looks like a mid '90s X Men character processed through a bullshit filter, um, and or okay. furryified. Hmm. Wait, am I closer than I think? Uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, what minor X-Man? What minor X-Man could I reference here? He looks less like an X-Man villain and more like a specific X-Man. Fuck. Does he look like Gambit? No, but you're getting warmer. Oh, wait. What other X-Man looks like? Not like Gambit. I'm just saying, like, not even better energy than Gambit. Uh, not a cable? No, uh, less humanoid. Less humanoid. Fuck. This is hard. Um, <laughs> Let me just say that this guy is one badass motherfucker. Wait a minute. Is he a Wolverine type? Badass. Banff. He looks like a Nightcrawler, kind of. Oh, wait. What does Banff have to do with Nightcrawler? That's the, I'm gonna... ugh, badass motherfucker is a thing, and then Banff is an abbreviation of that, and that's the sound he makes when he teleports. It was not a good oh! clue. It was not a. It was a bad clue. <laughs> He's a real snicked. He's a real snicked. He's a real thwip. <laughs> what is Hulk's noise again? Uh, I don't know if he has one. He just goes pow, right? Does he? The Hulk has his own sound effect. I think. Does he? Hulk sound effect. Okay, this episode's gonna go long, folks. It is long. It's we're already in long. I think it's just smash. Is it just not? Is it not just like smash? It might just be smash. I could be wrong. He's an agent of smash. He is. He definitely was an agent of smash for a while. You ever see that cartoon? Uh, no. It it looked you, bad. You need to check it. You need to watch like two minutes of it because it's all like, uh, the whole show is edited like a, uh, like a, uh, a teenager who first dis- discovers what After Effects is and makes a Super Saiyan video using it. Seems pretty good. It's pretty, uh, I'll just use, I, you know, I'm not known to overuse this phrase. I only use it sparingly, but it's pretty epic. Okay. I'll take your word for it. 
Um, speaking of epic, Arnzael the Revolting, he is a blue devilish looking guy. Um, like I said, kind of nightcrawlery, except he has like a more pointy like tail that kind of looks like a pike or something or like a medieval right. weapon. He has some sort of sandals on and like weird claws. He has like antlers on the front of his head or something, maybe. I don't know what those are supposed to be. Um, I will have to warn you, Russ. He is a demon prince who is seen as an antagonist in Jared the Fox 92's series, Flawed Deities. Uh, this content was created by a user that is permanently removed for our community. Wait, who's the demon prince, Arnzarel or Jared, Jared the Fox, the Fox 92? 92? <laughs> yeah, who's who uh, is the, I, the ultimate villain? I think he is the ultimate villain of the show. I think he is the final villain of the show. Whenever Hogcast ends, which is when we both die, it well, will it'll be, be when, it'll against... be whenever uh, whenever Jared's ban is is lifted. <laughs> the seal's been unleashed. <laughs> Jared's returned. I think it is like a hundred years from now, or something stupid <laughs> like that. But he's like he's been banned been... for like a hundred years. Oh, uh, a hundred years from now, we have to battle J- our 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 well, probably your our grandkids. Grandkids, my. Uh, uh, my reincarnation. I don't think <laughs> you're like your nephew or your grandnephew or something oh, like, like that. Like a Donald the Duck style nephew. Yes. Yes. You're like a, you're like a broke Scrooge uh, um, who never got yeah. the magic of the spell. Oh, <laughs> uh, if only. Cause we you, all are you would, you would take anything from the, you would, you're like, I would, I would be any kind of Scrooge as long as I get to meet magic of the spell. <laughs> <laughs> I would never become a Scrooge. Cause I just simp too hard. If I had all that money, it's true. Uh, he really missed out. Um, he is a former shaman who asked too much from the gods, and as a result, he was transformed from a formal mortal into a hideous daemon, bounded by certain conditions and requirements created by the gods. While he must abide these conditions, he is secretly plotting the downfall of the gods. Um, oh, he's see. an Antifa super soldier. Basically. He so he's is looking a- to dethrone God. Yes, he is a hideous supernatural monstrosity. Uh, uh, he is <laughs> Alan, a- come on. He is just canceled. Uh, he no, he's like that seven foot tall Antifa like Master Chief guy that appeared. Fuck. The, he's fifteen feet tall. He has been altered from what it once was. He has certain mutations like blue skin uh, that is hard to gaze upon due to its brightness. He has a long fork tongue. Hey, that's what I want. Uh, <laughs> and long claws like a talons, and his eyeballs are a bright color of yellow with red irises. Um, personality. He is arrogant and prideful man who was very ambitious to get what he wanted. Uh, this hubris followed him to his tragic ascension to Damonhood. This time they misspelled Damon and spelled it like Damon Lindelof. Um, yes. He has acquired his acquired form is a gift and a curse. On the one hand, he wields power both physically and mentally he could never dream of before. On the other hand, he is forced to abide by the terms and curses of gods laid upon him, as well as a, the look of a hideous beast from the netherworld as well. Right. Uh, he adopted a daughter, uh, that was blah, blah, blah. He never had any children. So he blah, 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 learned compassion. This is a prestige character is I think (laughs) he is a prestige character. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, what did he ask from the gods? He was known throughout his village as the most mystical man on Mobius. Uh, he was seeking answers and studying arcane arts. And I guess he delved too deep and started to ask for favors from the gods, and then they uh, turned him into a monster. Um, let's see here. Special abilities. Uh, demonic strength. He's pr- He got supernatural strength granted to him by the fighting god. Grief, who we've talked about before, I think. 
Grief Probably. the Wolf or something? Or We've made a lot of episodes, Alan. We've done a lot we've, of these. We've, we've done a handful of, of Jared the Fox 92s. Um, demonic Endurance. He has good endurance. He has good senses. He can teleport, so he can bamf. Uh, demonic Shriek. He's able to unleash a loud and continuous screech. Uh, regeneration. Necromancy. He can bring corpses back to life. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He... I don't understand what the... He's, it says he has to play by the rules of the gods or something, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the, like he's like what they do to him. In terms of the weaknesses, it's just like he has a thirst for magic and wants to learn too much. or uh, And he's mad that he looks like a monster now. Uh, so I don't... He doesn't really have any good weaknesses. Right. Um, he, here's some spells he knows. The body of Gigantos... Uh, he is able to cast that to increase his size and stature to become even bigger. However, it is only temporary and drains his man at reserve quite a lot. Um, so as you'll remember from Jared, the Fox 92, most of his characters can turn giant. Um, and, right. uh, in Arnzael, the revolting is not, uh, is, is not, uh, to be left out there. He, he's able to do that. He can summer the, he can summon the fighting, glo- the fighting gods, uh, flames, and shoot beautiful bolts. That's the spell. It's called beautiful Fuck. bolts. Fuck. Uh, serpents of torment. It's a he uh, summons a bunch of snakes to wrap around their victim, uh, not only impeding their movement, their movement, but draining them alive as well. Uh, good luck trying that on me, buddy. That sounds cool. Uh, he's got a big enchanted sword. Uh, he, he's got a he's got like an e girl daughter. Uh, who's kind of dressed like fucking Yuffie from uh, Final Fantasy. Fuck. Or whatever. Fuck, you're right. Uh, she's like some sort of ninja or something with like throwing knives. Hell uh, yeah. There's one guy here, Nexus the Shadow Fiend. He looks like the PS1 Jersey Devil. Oh, uh, you're... He's a sadistic and dark-humored killer who boasts arabokinetic and demonic powers. I'm gonna save that for next time. Uh, and then Sarah Hash the Possessor, some sort of demon capable of possessing the mind, appears as a hermaphrodite and takes characteristics of males and females, as well as uh, speaks the sounds of both genders at the same time. Goals, okay, I guess. Jared. <laughs> okay, Jared. Calm down. Uh, calm down, Jared. Now's not the time. Uh, quotes. Arise, brothers. This is your respected and wise brother, Shika. Come forth and follow me as you once followed you me in your mortal lives. I don't know who the fuck Shika is. Uh, she- uh, he, he his quotes are just him rallying armies. Um, his his voice can be compared to the Chaos Sorcerer from Warhammer 40k. If you know what that sounds like, <laughs> yeah, of course we all know it. We're all 40k people here. We're all um, weird proto fascists. I'm. I'm listening to it and I can give you an impression of what that sound is. It's basically like, hello, it's me. I'm a pervert. That's what his voice sounds like. Right. Um, his theme song is Ickville by Ramstein. Uh, okay. Uh, sure. Um, by the way, we, uh, Jared, the Fox likes Germany for very normal reasons. Very uh, normal reasons. Totally. Like they're, they're so, they're very, you know, their streets are clean. They're very efficient people. Did some stuff back in the day that was pretty cool, but I don't want to go into it. Um, he's having a little RP in the comments with uh, Jared the Fox is having an RP with 
Red Rush three nine nine nine, who uh, whose character Co Merle says, "What's up? Uh, I'm eating a sandwich." Uh, cool role playing going on in the comics. What do you think of this Jared the Fox ninety two joint rust? Is it good? Is it bad? Uh, how do I say that? I feel like this is well within Jared the Fox's wheelhouse. I, I don't think he's stretching himself here. I think we've seen characters he's made in the past who really like yeah, change it's not, things up. It's yeah. not great. I mean, it's it keeps using the same the same thing of like you've got a villain that's like super fucked up and evil and it turns big. Yeah. Uh it's he's obsessed with also he's growth fetishist, right? Yeah, he loves Wasn't macro. There, a, there was a former cuz there was a former giant woman. Well, there's a whole uh I, I believe it's Caravastians or whatever the fuck, the weird alien race of uh of of characters that uh have the ability to turn giant. That's a whole thing right. in his uh, Jared the Fox 92 universe. Alan, um, how do you feel knowing that you just said that out loud and you didn't have to look it up? Uh, pretty. Uh, I feel like I've uh, maybe delved too deep like Arnzale, the revolting, <laughs> and that the gods will come and punish me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are all, we're all, you know, the gods are content and we are but its slave. I think that I feel like a Lovecraft protagonist is that I've delved too deep and I am on a path to madness. I like um, that, uh, by the way, my favorite comment was made almost a year ago. Just Sir Duke 01 saying cool. Pretty cool. You know what, Sir Duke 01? Pretty cool. Jared the Fox 92 cannot see this because he has been banned since 2016. <laughs> he does not exist anymore. Uh, Is yeah. Jared the Fox 92 on Twitter? I need to see if he's got any. Does he post anywhere else? Fuck, Jared the Fox 92 might be on Twitter. Oh, fuck. Are we going to have to follow this guy on Twitter? He's got a Fur Affinity page. Oh, shit. I'm looking at his tweets. He made four tweets. Should I read them off real quick? Yeah. Can you give me these tweets? Anyone role play in the Sonic fandom? (laughs) Okay. Good. (laughs) That was made back in March 1st, 2019. Wow. Um, August 3rd, 2019. I got a sale off. I got a sale off Warhammer 40k Dark Imperium today. It's around 120 USD normally, but I got it for 65. Damn, dude. Okay. Uh, uh, a moment of silence for those those lives lost in El Paso, August third, 2019. Oh well, is that is the guy who did that shooting was like a Nazi? So if Jared maybe. the Fox 92 is sad that that happened, maybe he's turned around. May I, uh, the other tweet, tweet at him? so the other tweet he made Russ was on August 4th he retweeted uh, Giganta's look in Wonder Woman Bloodlines the animated cartoon Giganta is a giant woman god damn it Jared the Fox uh, do you think maybe he finally do you think maybe he finally like he gave up like whatever reactionary beliefs he had and he just became fully into giant women that's literally you know I can't think of a better way to reform Racist is just to appeal to their fetishes. And Honestly, you could, yeah. You could quote me on that. Uh, uh, I'm an expert on this. Um, and, if uh, you search for Jared the Fox 92, you will see Hogcast Speedy Delivery, so he will come after us, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jared, shout out to Jared. <laughs> uh, you, have to, you have to search a little bit far, but you will find him on there. Oh, my God. Uh, Jared, please don't, don't kill us. <laughs> Jared, please do not get your giant girlfriend to step on us with her ookie gookie, um, nasty toe jam 
feedies. Please do not smother us with her. Her between, Alad, uh, which which two toes? If a giantess were to step on you, which one would you want to be step you stepped on the least? Mm, the weird long middle toe. Oh no! Yeah, I would hate to be stuck between the weird ri- ring toe. The ring toe, oof, and um, the pinky toe. So Fuck. I found I found Jared's page on Roleplayer Guild. Um, a post from a year ago, his status update. Well, a year ago he said neighbors are firing fireworks fireworks in my woods yep that's probably illegal um and then also a year ago i'll be busy this time around due to christmas but merry christmas to all unless you're jewish then happy hanukkah (laughs) 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 i I put a pause in that sentence to freak you out (laughs) (laughs) we don't know turn the fox please come onto our show we're we'll be glad to have you and we we can finally figure this out uh shit we're getting are we getting too close are we getting too i think this might be our um our serial season one. Oh fuck oh man let's just oh, man let's let's pretend we don't know anything else about jared other than what's on the sonic fan because <laughs> i don't uh, want to i don't want to delve too deep into this world it is so fucking funny that we did confirm that he has a giant test fetish, though. That is insane. That's crazy. Well, we all knew that. We all knew that. But we knew it. But, like, I don't know. Sometimes teenagers, I don't know. So you thought he would grow out of it, but he's our age is the other Banned thing for us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this guy Banned might be older than us. 100 years. Fuck. Uh, well, I hope he comes back. Uh, I hope he comes back. Should we tweet at him? Jared, we're invited on the podcast. No. No. <laughs> Wait, if we okay. do have him on, we have to save it for like episode two hundred or something. Hey. Anyway. Okay, so that was a great episode of Hogcast Speedy Delivery. Bill's gonna love it. Bill, yeah, we're Bill. Pl- <laughs> we are we are playing this for uh for for Bill Maher. Yeah, we, we're he's thinking of starting a podcast network. It's the uh, where he's deciding between Kid Love Media Podcasting Network or um. I've been trying uh, to get new rules. I've been trying to get him to call it Pod Love Media. Just get get the the word "kid" out of there, please, Bill. (laughs) Please, please, Bill. You're making us look bad. Yeah, it's it's no good, Bill. Um, yeah, woof, woof, doofa, not good. Uh, you got anything to plug, Russ? Uh, no, it's uh this show. Yeah. I, I will say this. we uh, I'm going to plug some links to some uh, charitable donations and stuff right. in, in the in the show notes. Uh, we didn't really want to talk about it too much on here because this is a, a comedy podcast where we talk about a guy with a giantess fetish and stuff he posts on the internet. Right. Um, but as I'm sure everybody who follows us on Twitter knows, uh, there's, you know, there's cops suck. We all hate cops. Fuck uh, cops. Fuck cops. Black Lives Matter. Uh, there's a lot of good charities out there and people needing your help, uh, which I'll post a link to. Uh, so, uh, I know like Russ and I have been like retweeting a bunch of stuff and trying to, you know, stay, you know, up on that as much as we can, but it's one of those kind of things where it's like, I don't want to talk about cops during our bullshit Sonic the Hedgehog right. come, come show. You know what I mean? No, hundred percent. Uh, now, Bill Maher, he's been trying to get us to get more political on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, he's been wanting us to say maybe both sides are wrong. And you know, he's been wanting me to say that when I say to defund the police, that we really mean to reform it. And by reform, he means that he wants to give them new rules. 
I think uh, he, he's saying that there should be a specific wing of the police that it's just for um, inner city youth basketball tournaments that they can enter. Yeah, well, and, and the other thing is he wants to make sure that there are no uh, religious police officers because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's trying to make it religious. Yeah, he, he, he thinks they're being... He thinks they're religious and he wants all atheist logical police officers. Yeah. That's what Bill Maher wants to do. Right. Uh, allegedly parody. Uh, he's our boss, though. Uh, yeah. He's legally our boss. Uh, that's not parody. Uh, but it is satirical because he's just the, he's the modern Mark Twain. Well, that's the thing with Bill Maher is that I think he could get away with saying anything because he's always saying it in that parody voice. Yeah, he learned the secret. He learned the spell. He learned that he learned it. He can say anything now. Uh, you know, he's like an ancient wizard. He is like an ancient wizard, and I cannot wait to find his phylactery. <laughs> and, and crush it in my hands. <laughs> oh, Alan, don't say a parody center, center parody. I'm just saying that if he was some sort of undead lich, I would love to steal his vital essences and take over his his uh, HBO show. Right? Is it HBO or is it Showtime? Uh, it's HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems like HBO. Uh, I'm gonna try to get him taken off the air so we can get real sex back on. Hell yeah! Uh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, well, I guess until next time, Russ, uh, hopefully we won't get attacked by any more of uh, our friends that have been brainwashed by Dwegans. Yeah, it's, it's hard for us to moralize when we did kill our friend. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like a real last of us right now. (laughs) Whenever I did, whenever I did kill AB, I did see a bunch of flashbacks to me. (laughs) Hang out I with think him. to celebrate the release of uh, of Last of Us 2, we should do Live and Learn in Last of Us. Uh, the Last of Us isn't coming out for another two weeks, so we might have another episode before then. Oh, oh, no, wait, shit. it comes out this... Never mind, it comes out this Friday. We're good. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll do a Live and Learn in Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we already changed Domino's Ghost. I think we can do... I, if the, Let's just do this. If, this is one time until we get over Yeah, it's the, just a one time off. Neil... Now, uh, I will... I will... Neil Druckmann... Neil Neil Fuckman. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, that's see, that's I'm, I'm I, I find that kind of a uh, tweet or podcast moment not very helpful. Uh, not very helpful. Not, it's very not helpful really criticism. helping the discourse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, whenever I make a mean tweet at Neil, I get a little flashback to all the times that like his mom said nice things to him as a kid, <laughs> uh, and it makes me feel bad that about uh, uh, me saying bad things to him. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's true. I just want to call it right now. The Last of Us 2 is going to be the wa- HBO Watchmen of 2020. Hell yes. I'm saying that, you know, people have been talking about video games catching up to movies. They finally caught up to TV. <laughs> they caught up to TV. Yeah. They're prestige now, baby. Are you happy? I'm pre- I, I, I live my life prestige. My clothes are prestige. My 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 meals are prestige. I'm, I'm prestige everything now. Yeah, you are. I mean, you are dressed like Tony Soprano and you are uh, eating a big pizza pie that, that, <laughs> that Walter White would throw on the roof. And I only ever eat it inside of a strip club. <laughs> yep. Uh, I live inside of a strip club now. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what being prestigious. And me about. and Alan record all of these episodes inside of a brothel. And but just this time, Joe Biden's house. Yeah, well, uh, kind of the same thing. Uh, Fuck. Uh, uh, okay, Alan. Kids love uh, media. <laughs> kids love productions. Okay. Let's let's. Uh, okay, everybody. Uh, live, live and learn in Last of Us. Live and learn in Last of Us. Kids love productions. <laughs> oh,